You're listening to the Porn Stash Podcast. Join the porn connoisseurs, Big C and J, as they discuss all things porn, random bullshit, and review porn parodies. Episode 8 of the Porn Stash Podcast. We are the Porn Connoisseurs. I am Big C, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host. You got your boy Jay here. Well, how the fuck are you, Jay? I'm doing good, man. We're sitting here, fucking New Year's Eve night recording. People outside shooting off what sounds like guns, but might be fireworks, but... It's a tell. i doing this. <laughs> um, you, got, you got that going on. I'm hearing uh, Mexican music from next door. Eh, sometimes that can be fun, depending on the situation. So, what are we going to start off with today, brother? Well, as always, start off with what are you into? So, I'm bringing another one from Pure Taboo. Ooh, I like Pure Taboo. I do too. So, this one is titled, Chrissy Lynn Finds Cheating Husband Fucking the Babysitter. So, scene starts, I can't remember if both the husband and wife are at home, or, or one comes home, but either way, they start talking about needing to hire a new babysitter and then the scene changes whatever a couple days later the uh new babysitter shows up young attractive immediately the wife is not on board but she comes highly recommended so she's she's okay with it and then the babysitter and her are talking and the babysitter tells her i can't wait to become you and chrissy is like the the fuck you say and then the babysitter's like, I, I can't wait to get to know you. And so Chrissy Lynn, she brushes it off as like she's going crazy or something. I've seen, huh? Say, I think I might know which one you're doing here. I may have seen it. All I, right. I want to hear a little bit more, but I'm pretty sure okay. I have this one. So scene changes. And then like the babysitter at one point, she comments on the wife's top. It's like, oh, that's really, you know, really cute. Really pretty. Where'd you get that? And she tells her. Then another scene changed. And then the babysitter's wearing the same top. <laughs> and the wife is pissed. She's like, why the fuck are you wearing my top? Take it off. Like, that's mine. And she's like, no, I, I bought this. And she's, you know, do you have one like this? She's like, yeah, well, we just talked about this. She's like, oh, okay, you just have really great taste. And Chrissy's fucking weirded out even more. And then scene changes again. Chrissy Lynn, she comes home. All the lights are off. And she finds this weird, I guess she saw a car out front or something. She's walking through the house, trying to find her husband. She goes upstairs and hears moaning coming from the bedroom. She pops in and of course, husband's fucking the shit out of the babysitter. Okay. Is it the normal guy that's in all these pure taboo videos? Dude with the mustache. That will... No. So this guy's Ryan Driller. Okay. Not the no, no mustache guy. on this guy. Uh-uh. No, not, not the typical guy that we've seen before. I don't know if I've seen him in much of anything, really. Okay, I was going to say, yeah, the one I'm thinking of, I see in a lot of these pure taboo videos. He plays, like, the creepy uncle or the the weird stepdad, you know, shit like that. Yeah, no, uh, not this guy. So anyway, they're going to town. The wife walks in the room, and the husband doesn't even, he doesn't miss a beat. He sees her and just like, all right, fuck it. He just keeps going, which was kind of weird. Yeah. And the babysitter's talking to the wife. 
you know, like, oh, he's fucking mine now. You missed out. <laughs> and the the wife, she's get really sad. Actually, really good acting in this one, as always. Well, yeah, no, Pure Taboo is great with the acting. Oh, yeah. So she's on the bed. She starts crying. And the babysitter tries to get her to join in. So the husband starts fucking the wife some more. And then they swap. And the babysitter, the entire time, she's fucking the husband. She keeps telling him, like, this dick's mine now. And yours no more. Like, you can go ahead and have him fuck you a bit or suck on his dick. But, I mean, that's it. Yeah, it's her dick now. Yeah. My dick. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, pretty, pretty basic from there on. You just get the rest of the sex scene. They keep swapping positions and shit. And then, you know, he comes on both their faces. And then... Like, even then, the babysitter's still like, you know, that, that's fucking it. Like, it's the last cum shot you're getting. So that's, that's my cum, my dick. So does the wife get, like, forced to move out of the house? Or, like, what, what, what's the situation with the baby at this point? Does the baby go with the dad and the babysitter? <laughs> at this... Like, so, how does I'm, sure the, I'm sure the wife would get custody. Because she was cheated on. She did nothing wrong. And generally, the court side with the mother whoa, anyway. Whoa, whoa, She cheated, too. She fucked the girl. I, I, I'm assuming that there was at least some cross-play in there between the two females in, during this Well, there scene. were, but it's well, just they, not cheating they, if no, you both are both present. Well, if you're both present, it's not cheating. Okay, so it wasn't cheating then for him, either. When she it was. Got there, no, she got there. She joined in the current session. He never but the had session a, was... No, but he never had a session without her. It was all the same session. We don't know that. To. They didn't specify. And the <laughs> session was ongoing before she joined. So there was cheating going on. And then Not it turned into a three-way. She said it was okay. She didn't say it was okay. She never when said it was okay. It went okay. to a three-way. She said it was okay. She was crying. That doesn't spell consent for me. She was very unhappy. Then she shouldn't have joined in. Agree okay, Jay. disagree. <laughs> yes. Either way. The, the scene ended after the cum shot. There was no custody to battle. You didn't see them in court or anything. So I, I don't know. I don't know what happened with the kid. One, one can only assume. Judge is like, oh, what's wrong, kid? You stuck in the middle here? <laughs> you stuck in this broken home? What's up, step orphan? You stuck? <laughs> the ministry court case like what happened well we have this video on porno we can fucking show you <laughs> he's like you see here officer my, my wife walks in and she's perfectly fine with it <laughs> yeah, the wife's like clearly like this is the point when when he cheated on me you know pointing the insertion and <laughs> he's like, Look, no 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 she was fine she consented she joined in yeah if she joined in she's part of it if there was a separate session, then it's cheating. You know, I, I want a sequel to this now. <laughs> I, I don't care if there's no sex in this. I want to see this court case play out. Just a court case? Like on Judge Judy or some shit? Uh, divorce court. Nice. <laughs> so I had some comments on this one, sir. Oh, sweet. So the top comment for this says, That husband is crazy. If I had Chrissy as my wife... I'd nail that every day of the week and twice on Sundays. Okay, yeah. No, definitely agree. But he, he did nail his wife that day, too. So He did. He did. And then another good one. It says, the marriage counselor will hear of this. 
Well, hopefully that counselor is Angela White, like in other videos. Ooh. Ooh, there's your sequel right there. They go to marriage counseling. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I love this. So they they go to marriage counseling with Angela White, and then the other chick that was in the that video that I brought up with her mm-hmm. is like her secretary and stuff shit, and, you know, all four of them fuck, or no, five no. of them. Yeah, all five of them fuck. No, I, I say you force the wife out of this one and do like a reverse cuckold type thing. He fucks all the other women in front of her. Oh, she has to watch. Yep. I like where your head's at. Yep, I like that. All right, what do you got for us, Jay? All right, so I found me a new one lately, and I know she's not new. She's actually a rather big you know, actress in the porn industry, but Mia Malkova. Okay, I'm familiar with her. Yeah, I've been, you know, following her on Twitter a little bit. She's actually a pretty fun follow to, you know, post some funny shit here and there. But, uh, I mean, dude, she's fucking gorgeous. And, you know, she's got that little short, tight little body, big, big, nice titties. Blonde. She's just fucking gorgeous, man. And I started watching some of her videos. She does, you know, all of our favorite sites. You know, she does the black. She does the... You know, vixens and stuff like that. She does gangbangs. She is a fun watch. And if you haven't got a chance to check her out, you need to. I think I have. I can't remember. Either way, I will do it. If, if I haven't done it before, I'll do it again. So we have a bit of a callback to episode two, which is surprising since that's our lowest listened to episode. I don't know what's up with that either. It's not a bad episode. I, I no, really enjoyed it. <laughs> I think we may have fucked ourselves on the title, but it is what it is. I, I do think people look at it and think it says social distancing when it, in fact, does not. <laughs> Clearly says social dick stinting, but that is neither here nor there. So we had a gentleman reach out on the Twitter, and he was talking about OnlyFans. Apparently, he has subscribed to several people, and he told us that things are much worse than... We initially thought. How so? So, we already know that a lot of these women charge way too much, especially when you're your average Joe or average Jill, Jane, either way. So, not only do you have to subscribe for a monthly rate, but then also to get a lot of the content, you have to pay for that separately. So, they're basically treating this kind of like a strip club type situation. You pay your entry fee to get in, but you still have to pay to get the lap dances Mm -hmm. okay okay yeah and it's not always exactly cheap either and i've seen some of these prices that people charge for videos yeah you'll see it on what is it many vids i think that's a site you don't really subscribe to the user you you pay for certain videos and those will be like you can find some for five bucks but a lot of them are like 15 20 which is like get the fuck out of here yeah well, you know, I've got no problem at all if somebody can make money doing this. I mean, good for them. Yeah. I, I, Me personally, like, I got so many other options for looking at porn or whatever. So, no real need for me to subscribe and also pay for extra content when I'm already subscribed to something. Yeah, yeah, that's the main thing. I'm already paying a monthly fee. I shouldn't have to pay, like, do a pay-per-view as well. That's a little ridiculous. Yeah, I found that strange as well. I started listening to the uh, Heathen Down Under podcast. 
Mm-hmm. And on, you know, I'm just scrolling through, looking at the names of episodes and the content on them, trying to decide the first, uh, you know, first episode I wanted to listen to. Listening to this episode, they had an OnlyFans segment in there from Gretchen, who herself tried to get on OnlyFans. Now, they kept getting turned down, and they couldn't figure out why, they said. Only to find out that in the end, it was something to do with her profile, and she couldn't have the words such as, like, pussy, cock, sucking, fucking, or anything like that. It had to be, you know, like a clean bio. Otherwise, they will deny you. No matter what you're doing, your content doesn't matter. You just can't say bad words. It's interesting. Right? I mean... Now, I, wonder, I wonder if that's a change that was made after their decision to ban porn on there. Or if it was always like that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I I didn't really catch when she said that she tried to make it. but So I don't know how recently that was. So I'm not quite sure you know, if it was post or pre you know, their little snafu there. Now, did she ever have any success? Uh, yeah, I do apologize. I don't have her info on me right now. But if you would like to listen to that podcast, it's the Heathen Down Under podcast. It's a damn good listen to. So I would suggest listening to it. And I believe that is episode 22. Okay. Yeah, it'd be so, really interesting to hear someone's inside perspective to that. Yeah, someone who actually has done it and... Yeah, I don't know if she still does it, but as of the episode I listened to, they just got her set up and good to go. All right, I got a question for you, Big C. Yes, sir. All right, so I'll just say you're on the Pornhubs, okay? You're it does happen from time to time. Every now and then, but you're but you're on your phone, obviously, because how else are you watching Pornhubs? It's right. true. So, on your phone, laying in bed... You know, just for the sake, you're just completely naked, jerking off on the bed, watching Pornhubs. And you get a call from a relative or a friend mid, you know, mid-jerking. Obviously, like, the picture pops up. Or, you know, even if it's not the picture, the screen goes off and you see the name of the person calling pop up. Does this disturb you in any way and prevent you from continuing? Or are you stopping, answering, and then going right back into it? Like, what, what do you do in this situation? So the only time I will stop and answer is if it's my wife. Okay. Do like, you keep going when you answer? It depends. Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes not. All right. All right. Now, if it's some like you calling me, no, I, I ignore that fucking shit. I swipe up. It's gone. I'll see. Carrying on about my business. And that has happened. Yeah, because I know for a fact that you have my picture on there as a wolf man. That Is that correct? Yes. Fucking, what did she say? She said, that's fucking awkward. Yeah. <laughs> like, now now he knows. <laughs> At least one time when you're jerking it. <laughs> yeah, no, it happens. <laughs> when he's called you. I'm sure I've called you too. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's happened. That's why I ask. <laughs> so. Now... Well, like One I said, thing I know for a fact that you've got that Wolfman picture as my fucking face on your phone. <laughs> so, I do. I, yeah. And, you know, I have a, a picture of Wooly Willy as your face on mine. So, yes, I have seen that picture pop up uh-huh. me mid-stroke. And it's not okay. <laughs> so, so what do you do? Do you answer or ignore it? 
I no, I don't answer the like. I'm with you. The okay. only time I answer is if it's the wife, and even then, it's questionable. Now, if it's the wife, do you continue or pause? No, but I do sound well. I, I pause, obviously, mm. but I do sound really impatient on the phone when talking to the wife. <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty sure she can tell I'm trying to get off the phone, and sometimes I think like... she's just fucking with me because she knows I'm trying to get off the phone. Be like that scene in Step Brothers. <laughs> why, why are you sweating? It's <laughs> watching cops. <laughs> She's like, that's bullshit. I know cops comes on at four. You're fucking jerking it. I know it. <laughs> like you had your balls right by our lube, but I know this. <laughs> fucking coconut oil. <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with coconut oil, brother. But no, yeah, the wife is the only one I'm stopping and answering the phone for. If it's anybody else. And y'all call midway through. I'm ignoring it. I, I'm ignoring it. And I, I honestly, any of my friends who are hearing this, I ask the same. If I call you and you're mid jerking it, just don't answer. Now, one thing that I have done, oh, on occasion, I'll reply to a text just real quick. That's happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I've done that. So you, you may have received. A mid-stroke text, but never a phone call. <laughs> I, yeah, never mid-stroke if I talk to you. I, I know I've talked to you while like taking a shit before, but that's about it. I was about to say the same thing. Mid-shit? <laughs> yeah, I've answered the phone. Well, I say all you're doing at that point is interrupting my little shit or Twitter time. Right. That, that's how you know you're you're really good friends with somebody, is oh, yeah. if you answer the fucking phone while you're on the shitter. Yeah, it's not awkward at all. Like, you hear no. the echoing... You know, depending on how cold it is outside, you might hear the fan in the bathroom on. Yep, yep. Hey, that's wait. That that's not how it sounds like in every other room of your house. Something's going on. Exactly. No. A little little splash. Well, I got a question for you, Jay. What you got this time? I got another. Is it gay or masturbation? Okay, these are always fun. What you got for me? Okay, so. If you had a clone of yourself, or if you had time traveled and met a past or future version of yourself, would you fuck it? And if so, is it gay or masturbation? I will answer the gay or masturbation part first. I okay. absolutely think it's just masturbation because it, it's just you. You're not doing anything. You're stroking your own. Just, it's still yours, you know? Mm -hmm. So, no, that's, absolutely, that's masturbation. If I had a clone, would I? Or if I traveled back in time, would I? Like, I don't know if that's something I would seek out. I don't know why that opportunity would even present itself. So not like seeking it out. It's not like you clone yourself to fuck yourself. Uh, kind of seems like that's the route you're going here, though. No, it's just like if it had happened. Oh, okay. So and I'm say like, out and I realized that me and him had a lot in common, and we just started hitting it off. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, say you guys are watching TV or some shit, and you're like, "Hey, you know, me and you, we're we're both the same." You know. Okay. Okay. But no. Um... Yeah, if it happened, sure, why not? It's still just me, and that might be the one time you can get away with it without saying that, hey, I went full gay. 
So yeah, no, I do it and it's masturbation. You good? Good. Oh, exactly the same. Uh, we already talked on a previous episode. Like I've attempted to suck my own dick already, so it's not much different. It's not any different. And like you said, well, that's my dick. I mean, it's your dick. It is your dick, just not on your body. So you don't have to worry about breaking your neck. And, and time, yes, mas- masturbation. I'll say the time travel aspect would be even less gay because that, in fact, is your dick. And at one point you had that exact dick in your hand. So. Yes, or you will in the future. Yeah. yeah. So even safer route that way. Yeah, so absolutely. I'm, I'm with you, brother. So I was playing around earlier today on Google, right? And I found mm-hmm. a uh, website that had some pretty funny little, you know, inappropriate jokes. Got a couple for you. I just wanted to, wanted to throw at you. Okay. First one. Why was the guitar tutor arrested? Because he was fingering minors. He was fingering a minor. A minor. (laughs) All right. What's the difference between a hooker and a drug dealer? (laughs) I don't know. What is the difference? A hooker can wash her crack and resell it. Right. Not only can she, it's kind of a selling point. All right. And then here's a, uh, here, not necessarily a joke, but more or less a past experience. Why did okay. the semen cross the road? No, why did the semen cross the road? Because I grabbed the wrong shirt this morning. <laughs> All right. You ever done that before? Accidentally put on your, uh, your last cleanup <laughs> towel? No, I don't think that's ever happened. Yeah, so a while back, uh, I don't remember, I think it was a Best Buy I'm walking up to. And my girlfriend at the time turns around and looks, and I've, she's like, what's on your shirt? And I look down, and it was our cleanup shirt, or our cleanup rag that just happened to be a shirt the night before. <laughs> and we're like walking into Best Buy, be wearing it. You didn't notice like a smell or anything before you put this on? Or as you're putting it on? Surprisingly, no. I've never done that. I've... I've worn a shirt with baby vomit on it several times. On purpose or? No, same thing. Accidental. The one time I didn't notice till it was like halfway through the workday, I had fucking vomit on my shirt <laughs> on the shoulder. <laughs> Looking gross. Yeah, well, yeah, but sure. never, never semen. That's good. That's good. I mean, typically shirts aren't my go-to, but you know, if it, that's what's there, that's what the, you know, it's what's there. <laughs> Do you ever see these women that'll post online and they'll post like some kind of sexy little pose that they do? And then they, you know, put the tag on there that says, do you think you can handle this? Like, yeah, I've seen a few. Yeah. Okay. So usually my first thought on there is like, who the hell do you think that you're trying to impress here? Like, of course I could handle you. What are you going to do? Lay on the bed better than my wife does. You're not going to do anything (laughs) special coming in with all that bullshit. You're going to moan a little louder? Yeah. I don't know. I just don't buy these posts that say, do you think you can handle me? Do you think you can handle this? No. You know, usually when I see those, the chick is an uggo. Yeah. Or weighs like 600 pounds. 
And at that point, I can agree. No, I don't think I could. <laughs> and I don't want to. No. I don't know. I saw one the other day. It was a little skinny, like, drugged out looking chick posting something saying, do you think you can handle this? And I'm just looking at it like, well, yeah, I definitely could, but I don't think I could handle what happens to my body afterwards. The STD ridden penis that I have now. No. <laughs> don't think I can handle that. Yeah, I can't handle the doctor bills after getting all that shit treated. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've saw that a few times, and it's a little, I don't know, bothers me sometimes just to see that. So, do you ever watch the show Bar Rescue? Bar Rescue? Yes. No, I have not. Okay, well, it's pretty good. Me and the wife enjoy it. Uh, it's like Kitchen Nightmares, but for bars. Okay, does it have Gordon Ramsay in it? No, it has a gentleman named John Taffer, who is a bar club owner and and whatever. So he goes to failing bars and attempts to renovate and make them better. Well, in season four, episode 20 of Bar Rescue, he goes to this this fucking bar. And in the middle of the bar is this like awkward seating area. With like a couple chairs and the classic casting couch. Yeah. Well, coming to find out, one of the staff members had shot a porno inside the bar after closing. Nice. Like he he had a you know small production come in, and they shot a fucking porno on that fucking couch. <laughs> and you know. John Taffer was immediately disgusted. So did they shut down this bar or anything? Because I feel like that would be something that would get a place shut down. No, they renovated. Okay. But, I mean, this this dude was like, you know, yeah, we fucking shot a porno. And he's like, I was even in it <laughs> on, the, on that couch. And Taffer's like, that's fucking disgusting. You're gross. And the dude's like, I don't give a shit. And he like goes over to the couch and is all rubbing his face on the cushions and shit. Wow. Did the dude get fired at least? Or was he the owner? No, he wasn't the owner. I can't remember what position he held. Probably a lot of them in that porno. Yeah, <laughs> giggity. <laughs> so that that episode also reminded me. I don't know if you ever watched oh, what's the fucking name of the show. Just shoot me. I know what it is. I've never watched it. Okay, so there was an episode of Just Shoot Me where some of the uh, employees in this uh, office found out that one of the guys had allowed a porno to be shot inside. I think it was like the, the head editor's office or whatever. He was watching the video at home and recognized the fucking couch in the office <laughs> and come to find out, you know, a porno was shot in there. Pretty funny. Isn't that the kind of the premise to uh, Zach and Mary make a porno? They shoot a, a porno in their work after they close? <laughs> so it's not just kind of the premise, it is the entire premise. <laughs> well, no, but I yes. mean, it started off, they were doing Star Wars, but then their place burnt down. You're, you're right, you're right. the premise. Okay. I still okay, say we need to do an actual review episode of that movie. <clears throat> yes, we. Yes, we do. No shit, we do. That would be fantastic. Now, did they keep the couch during the renovation? Just curious. Oh, oh, God, no. First thing gone? First thing gone. 
No, that thing got like taken outside <laughs> and smashed to bits. It may have gotten set on fire. I'm not sure. I, I think he made them get man. rid of it. Huh? I said world's full of a bunch of prudes, man. <laughs> Fucking prudes. All right, Big C. So we haven't done an e fucked episode or e fucked segment in a few weeks. So I decided to track down one to see what you think. Okay. This one is called Oops, Lost the Dildo. Nope, Lost Tay Dildo. You read that wrong. Tay Dildo. Sorry. Tay Dildo. (laughs) (laughs) And let's just read what it says here. Losing an 8-inch dildo in a girl's ass can have some consequences beyond fecal flavoring. If you can't get it out, the shoot is over, and it's an awkward trip to the hospital with an unhappy porn star. Are you ready for this? Uh, Honestly, no. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, you want to big girl for sure. Right. I want to push with your my mom. <laughs> hmm? Go ahead, describe what's going on, Big C. Okay, so this lady has a dildo in her butt, and the guy was pushing it in, and it just said, "Oops, lost Tay dildo." It's all the way. The camera would move back up. It's gone. Yeah, her, her cheeks are together. It's it's gone. Come outside. She's bent over. She squatted down. He's trying to get her to push it out. <laughs> this is when it gets to be awkward. <laughs> it's, like, it's no problem. He's just like trying to, just, trying to fish it out. You will digest. You will digest. <laughs> you will digest? <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. No, uh-uh. I think what they need to do is gape her butthole and then Get in there and fish it out. I don't know. Just go and take it. Put your hand up there. So now they've got another. They've got a woman from the set, probably like make up her hair, trying to fish this out now. I guess her hands were a bit more dainty. Oh, okay, she got it. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> Because this side is a little bit more like that, and this is do like that, just you need to push it down and go outside. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking the Bowser sound what? from Super Mario 64 at the end of that. It's pretty good. So I feel like that's the uh, production's fault on that one. You, you got a dildo with no balls. Like, no, no, yeah, no balls or like flared out end. Something to stop it from going all the way in. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was funny, especially the way he finished pushing it the rest of the way in by using his lips and basically kissing it up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Okay, so that E-Fucked video reminded me of something I saw on Reddit, Jay. So this one comes from r slash slink. And what's that? Like, I don't even know if I want to try to guess at what this one is. <laughs> so slink refers to an extremely large dildo. And this says, the slink is a dildo slash plug for anal depth training. 
depth training. Depth training. So like it's a fucking scuba diver? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. It was probably helped the girl out in that last video. <laughs> so I sent a couple of these videos to the Discord. All right. Well, let me take a look here. All right. First one looks interesting. She's sitting on what looks like a butt plug. Standing up. All right. It's out. No, no, it's not out. Okay. And just keeps going. <laughs> like, what the fuck? How long is that thing, man? That's got to be at least 10 inches right there. And the video stopped and it's still not at the end. All right. Take a look at this other one. Now, this other one, she definitely pulls the whole thing out. Oh, good lord. That thing is... Looks like she's pulling an ill out of her asshole. Like, that looks long enough and, like, wiggly enough to be, like, a freaking like, electric ill. Not the right color, but definitely the right shape and length <laughs> coming out of her asshole. So, on that particular one, she titled that post, Finally Got My XL Slink. Took the whole thing on the first try. Wow. So, I'm not sure the size on this one, but the sizes on some of the ones that are posted are... 11 inches, 12 inches. Th this one's way longer than that. Dude, I've had to guess this thing's over three three feet. <laughs> yeah, that might be three feet. That's impressive. I mean, that first one was impressive. This one's just... There's something wrong with her. Like, any longer, that's going to be coming out her mouth. <laughs> hey, but each their own. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright, so we got another callback. This one going back to episode four. Okay. Pornhub map and wall of vaginas. So I came across another Pornhub map. Okay. This one's a lot more believable than the last one was. Yeah, I, I just pulled it up. I'm taking a look at it right now. I don't see any weird-ass shit on there, like, you know, Goth Hospital and fucking Kevin James. So a little bit more believable here. So this is United States top relative searches. Terms search more often in each state when compared to all others. One of the weirdest things that I'm seeing on here is from Iowa. Okay. And they're searching a lot of Harley Quinn stuff up there. I don't know. If, well, I mean, being 2021, maybe that, that could be weird. But Harley Quinn is a kind of a big search right now. I mean, still. And did a Suicide Squad just come out this year? Yeah, I think the sequel did. So that might have boosted it up a little bit, but I, I don't get how that could be an entire state's most searched, you know, yeah. porn. So a little weird. You know, I think one of the weirdest ones to me, oddly enough, is Louisiana. Yeah, what, what are they into down there? They simply just have it as naked women. Yeah, it's a little strange. I'm, I'm never searching for clothed women. No, and usually if you type women on Pornhub, you're going to find something naked to begin with. They fucking better be. Alright, so that's what I thought was the weirdest. I mean, do you see any others out there that you find pretty weird? Or Virginia. They search for dirty talk. Which I find in most porn. Yeah, I was gonna say, most porn typically has dirty talk going on in it. I'm kind of interested in... What is this, Idaho over here and their giantess fetish. That they have going. <laughs> like... Yeah, that's that's a little strange. Well, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. 
I believe the last episode we talked about, you brought up Lauren Phillips in that video where she was basically towering over the one girl. So in a way, you know, that's a giantess type video. That fall into that category? I would think so, but, you know, I'm not positive. You know, obviously I'm not searching for it, but I might now just to see what it, you know, see what it pulls up. I'm looking around to see if I notice anything else weird and... Nebraska's kind of off the wall a little bit. They simply just search for moaning. You ever looked up a video just to hear somebody moan? Video, no. But I have looked up content just for that. Hmm. I don't know. It's just a weird search for me. Natural tits, huge boobs, deep throat, thick Latina. All these make sense to me. Even Utah over here searches Mormon. Makes sense. <laughs> so. Definitely makes sense. <laughs> you got twerking. There's a JOI, which, you know, you talked about in our last episode as well. I did. Uh, North Carolina, they're big fans of penis pumps. And directly under that, it's vibrators. Dildo. I'm, you know what? I'm not seeing any double up. Yeah, I didn't think there was either. That's really interesting. One that does stand out to me is Wisconsin. They're into lesbian yoga. Very, very specific. That is oddly specific. <laughs> like, I, I'm positive I, I would find something if I searched for it, but yeah. Most of the yoga videos I've seen, there's a dude. Yeah, it's typically a guy trainer. Yeah, so. you know, helping the lady. She either feels his giant boner or his dick falls out of his shorts. Right. One way or another, they always end up having sex, but you rarely ever see it lesbian. So I wonder if that's why it's specific like that, because they're not finding the yoga they're looking for. Like, Maybe. this is not the yoga you're looking for. <laughs> so Wisconsin really into yoga then, I guess? I guess so, man. Maine up there, they're just going straight for it, dude. Just They're going fisting right away. <laughs> looking elbow, elbow deep, bud. Hey, gotta do what you gotta do, brother. I mean, I guess Hawaii. the closest I see here to having a double up is there's a thick in Delaware and thick Latina in Texas. <laughs> yeah, and then you got BBW in West Virginia. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that's the closest it gets to being the same. Yeah. You know what I'm not seeing on here? What's that? Gangbang. That is interesting. Yeah, nowhere on here. Weird. I, I guess the two of us searching that a lot didn't affect the results for Oklahoma. <laughs> I figured it would have. I mean, that's just about every search I have has that in it. So, oh, Yeah. <laughs> but, eh, it is what it is, man. So what were you saying about Hawaii? Amateur wife. Okay. So amateur. I, I, I just think the combination of those two is a little, a little weird. <laughs> no, I guess you could be a professional and a wife, but. So what they're looking for, no, no, this actually makes sense to me. So what they're looking for is a video of a real wife, not just Corey Chase playing a wife, you know? They're, they're actually wanting to see someone who is a wife at a, a scene or something. At okay, least. so like, like the folks in Massachusetts, they search hot wife. So this is like, you know, the same type of deal, just an amateur, not a professional. Yeah, so like I would think the hot wife would be... A, a pr more of a professional thing. Like, you could see your Corey Chases and your Katie Morgans and the ones that do a lot of the the hot mom and stuff like that, you know? The okay. Brandy Loves. What's the one? 
D. Williams. There's another one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which we'll get to her later. She falls into a lot of these categories. Yes. But no, I mean, this one, for the most part, all makes a lot more sense. What is the one up here that is cartoon? Who is that? Is that Illinois? That is Minnesota. That's Minnesota. Okay. So I'm not very familiar with the states up there, but yeah, that fucking cartoon is your most searched. Like, you just type cartoon. Don't care what you're looking for. Cartoon, cartoon. No, that, that, that's got to be more specific, man. You can't just type cartoon and hope to find <laughs> something to watch. I don't know. But no, everything on here seems pretty legit, man. Like, I like this list a lot better. It's not quite as funny, but I think that's why that other one was made. Yeah, it makes me think that that first map we covered was complete bullshit. Hey, that's perfectly fine with me, because complete bullshit or not, that was a fun map to cover. Content is content. All right, Jay, so we've got some more listener feedback. That's good. I like me some listener feedback. What do we got? So we've been getting more five stars on Good Pods. Spotify isn't showing how many reviews we have on there yet, but I know people have reached out. We're getting five stars on there. And we have another five-star review on Apple as well. Okay. Do we know who the five-star on Apple is from? Yes, we do. So this is from... Motorboat and Matt Michalowski from 69 Whiskey. He says, Perfect podcast for porn connoisseurs. Jay and Big C know what they're talking about when it comes to porn and porn parodies, and sometimes even giving me ideas on future videos to watch or stars to keep an eye on, and they definitely were a lot of fun when we had them on our podcast. Keep up the great work, boys. Nice, nice. I like it. Say, I actually have a... One of the reviews that we have on Spotify, Bottled Up Bitches podcast, at Bottled Up Talk on the Twitters, sent this. Yeah, you to just me. told me about them today. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they sent me this message that said, I just turned on y'all's podcast. Y'all are getting five stars for sure. The casual way you guys talk about porn stars is making me laugh. As you put in quotes, tits are probably fake. The laughing my ass off emoji. And then said, y'all are fucking hilarious. Five stars. So That's great. Yeah. Love it. And if you haven't listened to them yet, they are hilarious. They need a lot more listeners than they have. Though we also have some reviews on Good Pods. Who do we got on Good Pods? We have Ryan from Pub Time Podcast. Another damn good podcast. He gave us five stars and he says that intro almost as dirty as that stash. I love it. <laughs> that was one. And then he also reached out again and told us definitely golden grams. So that is his vote for which cereal he would eat out of an asshole. Very nice. Very nice. I think that's the first golden grams we've got. It is. And we have another one. Oh, yeah. Who do we got here? The fine folks at Heathen Down Under podcast. Unda. Unda, my bad. They reached out and said Applejacks, which if I'm not mistaken, that's the third vote for that one. Yeah, because I know Gare Bear said it when we had him as a guest. Mm-hmm. And then Heathen said it, and I'm pretty sure Nikki from Here's Looking at You film said Applejacks as well. I think you're right. So, I don't know. Kind of make me want some Apple Jacks now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad cereal. 
Not bad at all. Now, are you eating it out of a bowl or an ass? Do I get to pick the ass? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? And bowl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even after getting to pick the ass. Yeah, I mean, I know I like the bowl. I don't know if I want to waste Apple Jacks on something I'm not sure if I'm going to like. I mean, if you're not forcing me, if you give me the choice between a bowl and an ass, you know what? Why not both? Can we gape out the ass far enough to fit the bowl in, too? Yeah. Yeah, let's do both. I mean, Fuck it. And that kind of defeats the purpose of going through the trouble of <laughs> plugging and gaping an asshole, but whatever. Hey, don't ask me what I would do. <laughs> Fair. This is B-Word, one half of the host of the Bleach Brothers podcast. My buddy Jake the Hater, Jake the Tailgater, joins me every single week on Sundays to cover things like dadisms, food and beverage, and all things entertainment. And just like Sunday church, when you get out, you can come and enjoy all the dirty talk and get sanitized. In case you didn't know, Foam Flirts offers a special $10 cheap phone sex line. Yep, 10 bucks. No tricks, no gimmicks. Only 10 fucking bucks for a phone sex quickie. So just call 1-888-607-9968. Listen to the preamble recording so that you get the full details. All major credit cards are accepted. What the hell are you waiting for? And now, I welcome you to Mystery Boner Theater, the part of the show where we review a porn parody. Please sit back and enjoy. So in this edition of Mystery Boner Theater, we took a look at Mr. Rimjob's Neighborhood. This one is starring Dee Williams as Mrs. Dick Feely. Lance Dick Hart. Feely or Mick Feely? Was it Dick Feely. Dick Feely. Okay. M- yeah, Mick Feely is the actual okay. okay. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Gotcha. Okay. And then we have Lance Hart as Mr. Rimjob and Katie Morgan as herself, I think. Yeah, she makes a special appearance midway through the movie. She does. Very special. So, this one has a 98% on Wood Rocket with 71,576 views, and it was released November 18th of 2019. Now, I know I was a big fan of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood growing up. Were you? I I don't think I ever really watched it as a kid. Like, I don't remember anything about Mr. Rogers, like, at all. I know the Won't You Be My Neighbor, but that is the only thing I know about him. Interesting, so we have two different perspectives going into this one here. I like it. I don't know how the show normally starts off on Mr. Rogers, but the way this one started off, I thought was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, the start of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, they have a miniature village set up. And you see, you know, cars on the road, houses. Okay. The same shit you see in this one. And there was one key difference in this version. The fact that all the houses were dildos? And anal plugs. Yes. So, 
I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Just seeing all the dildos with the uh, fake windows and fake doors on them. No, I thought it was great. Yeah. thought it was fucking great. And then it was really very similar on this. As always, they did a good job on that. Oh, yeah. So every episode of Mr. Rogers opens with that pan over the, the town. And then you get a view inside the house and Mr. Rogers comes in. And they did the same exact thing here. He comes in singing the theme, which was hilarious in this version. I meant to go back and transcribe it oh, and no. didn't. I, I was cracking up laughing at the whole the whole intro. I missed a lot of what was actually said because I was laughing going through it. Very good stuff. So as he's singing, he goes to the closet, as he does in the actual show. He always goes, takes off a suit jacket, puts on a sweater, and then changes his shoes. So this one, he goes to the closet, and you see the sweater hanging there. And you also see something else hanging. A bunch of used condoms. Say, so I must have missed that. I did not see that part. Okay. <laughs> so as he's singing, he's, he's taking off a suit jacket. And he also reaches down into his pants and pulls off a condom. He hangs the condom up <laughs> and then takes his jacket off or takes the uh, sweater off the hanger. And then goes back and sits down and changes his shoes. Wow. Yeah. Just wow. So then he's, he, yeah. So then he's sitting down, and he's doing like he always does. He's talking to the camera, you know, talking to the viewers. Yeah. And I, I got a couple great lines that he used. Okay. One of them, he said, "Are you DTF? Down, down, down to down friend? friend? <laughs> I am." <laughs> Tell me the next one is the Bob Ross quote. Okay, I get. Yep, I have that one too. He said one time. Bob Ross and I spit roasted lamb chop. <laughs> God. Oh, pretty great. I, I love Wood Rocket and their one liners. They are the best at it. You know, the best thing about them is always the writing. So it's at this point that Mrs. Dick Feely knocks on the door with her CD delivery. See, all right. So, what is that referring to? What is the actual name of what she does? Okay. So, Mr. McFeely. On the original show. Uh-huh. His catchphrase is speedy delivery. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He was stopped by the house. He'll drop off a package. He'll talk a bit and then be like, all right, I got to go. You know, I got to make these fucking deliveries real quick. Speedy delivery. And then gotcha. he leaves. So she she does the same thing. She walks in. She speed seedy delivery. Seedy delivery. Yeah. Okay. And gives him a package. <laughs> and the contents of this package fucking cracked me up. Well, before we get there, explain... Like, what happened with Mrs. Dick Feely before she left? You taught him uh, signing for the package? Yeah. Yeah. So he goes to sign for the package, and she wants him to sign on her tits. The second that he's done, she says something about, oh, no, that's not signing for your package. It's signing a sex contract. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I will see you later. Then she leaves. What'd she say? She had to go... Uh... She was going to Sesame Street to let the count count to 69. That's right. She's like, what did she say? One finger. Two fingers. <laughs> it's a lot of fingers. Yeah, she's like, y you get the point. 69 of them. <laughs> no, so that, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. And then 
Oh, she takes off, and we finally get to see the contents of the package, which mm-hmm. are fucking <laughs> special. So this, there's a real famous episode of Mister Rogers, where there was like a there was a kid in a wheelchair that rolled by the house, and and they talk whatever, and then years later, I think Fred Rogers was giving, he was an accepting award or or something, but. So he was somewhere, and and this dude, he rolls up to the stage, and it's you know the same kid that was from the show, an adult now, talking about how Fred Rogers changed his life and whatever stuff. So the fact that uh, Mister Rimjobs opens a package to reveal a dude in a fucking wheelchair <laughs> cracked me the fuck up. <laughs> I I just found it funny that you pull this box off, and all of a sudden you got a fucking guy sitting here. In a fucking wheelchair. So then he asks him what his name is, and the guy says, My name's Dave. And Mr. Rimjob asks if that's his wheel name. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is so Dave tells awkward. Us. This whole <laughs> thing is so awkward. The Dave tells us that he's dicks abled. Mm-hmm. Because his dick's too big. When he walks, he steps on it. And that's why he's in the wheelchair. That's special. It is special. <laughs> so from here, Mr. Ribjob, he says he, we're going to the Dixure Dixure to see how special people are made. <laughs> so this is something they also do on the show. There's that, that fucking picture, and he'll, like, put a... Uh, that wasn't a VHS. He, he puts, like, some kind of tape or something in there and then plays a video. And it's usually some kids or whatever bullshit. Okay. So this one, he says, we're going to see how special people are made. So he plays this, and it cuts to a scene with Katie Morgan fucking. So she's on a on a desk. It's a real nice scene, actually. Excellent scene. I could have used this scene if it weren't for Mr. Rimjob narrating over the entire thing. You didn't like his part where he was saying, his trolley is pulling into the station, now out of out the of station. Out of the station. And now into the <laughs> station. <laughs> no, I I loved everything he said. It just hearing that, you know, you wouldn't be able to jack off to that scene, which normally I would, because Katie Morgan's fucking amazing. So yeah. at one point, he's doing his narrating, and he switches over to Daniel Tiger's voice. You probably didn't catch that. Is that what that meow 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 thing was? That's exactly what that was. Okay, I actually had that wrote here. I wanted to know what the hell the high pitched voice was that said meow meow meow. Did you write down the actual line? No, I, I missed the line. Okay. I, I, I didn't write it down either. But yeah, so those... Daniel Tiger is a character in the land of make-believe. Okay. And, not if you're aware, but currently on PBS, there's a show, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, which is, is a successor to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Okay. Something about that show that I want to get to after we finish this review, because I, I have a theory about it. But anyway. Now... He did have some good little one-liners that he was going through when he was mm-hmm. narrating the scene here. Yeah, he did. I have this one here. He goes, her pussy's so sweet that he's going to need to brush his dick later or he might get a <laughs> dick cavity. And remember, no. always brush your dick after Mills. <laughs> always. So well, that's, that's good stuff. I just started cracking up laughing there. That was... That was too good. Like some of these one-liners are good, but he—it's just still creepy. 
Like, this is just a very creepy porn. <laughs> I was about to get a little creepier because after the Dixure Dixure, we enter the glam of Maple Leaf. Mm-hmm. So he sits down and the trolley rolls in behind him. And he talks to it. The Dixure Trolley. Which he does in the actual show, yes. And then the trolley goes to leave. And did you catch what he did? Yeah, he spit on his hand and rubbed it on the front of the trolley and the exit hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when the trolley was leaving, it it went in a little bit, pulled out, went in, pulled out, and then went in all the way. It's just so ridiculous. <laughs> like for a porn parody, this one this one got me a little bit. I I don't know. This one's this is fucking awkward, man. <laughs> I just wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. <laughs> okay, so the trolley leaves, and we actually enter the gland of Make Believe, and we show up at King Friday's castle. Is this the fucking no. puppet show? Yes, so this portion of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, there were a lot of puppets, and I think there were like three humans that would interact with them. Okay. So this one, we have Lady Elaine, which, judging by the head, I think they used an actual Mr. Rogers' Lady Elaine puppet for this, and then just altered the lower half of it. And then we have King Friday, which is a dildo. Yeah, that's all it was. With a crown. With a beard on it. On it. <laughs> and a crown. So I they talk. I the beard. The scene was just so fucking stupid. <laughs> now, the, the voices they used for Lady Elaine and King Friday were fucking spot on, though. Okay, see, once again, if I was a fan of the show, then I might have caught that. So that's pretty cool, but... Yeah, it was great. So the Lady Elaine puppet, she at one point like takes off her underwear and you see, you know, a drawn boobs and bush and then her and King Friday begin to fuck, which they're puppets. So they're just like rubbing on each other. But think Team America, World Police, if you've ever seen it. Yeah. Yes. Accurate description. I thought it was pretty funny. Oh, it's funny, but I literally wrote in my notes, I put. The puppet show. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. So, from here we enter the real world again. And Mrs. Dick Feely shows back up. And says she's getting turned on from watching this. So, like, she's she shows up while this sex scene between the puppets is going on. And she's watching it getting turned on. And she says, it's PBS. Puppets being sexy. And at one point, I don't know if you caught this, we hear <laughs> Lady Elaine says, Oh, fuck me. Fuck me in my weird voice. <laughs> what the fuck? No, I did not. <laughs> I fucking lost it. That's so good. Wow. No, I, I missed that too. Jesus. Yeah, I, I I had lost so much interest in this one. I watched the whole thing. It's just, I, I missed stuff here and there. I just... Could not keep my attention on it. Awkward. Awkward. So after that, we get uh, Mr. Rimjob and Mrs. Dick Feely. We get their sex scene. Okay, so he looked extremely awkward when they first started kissing. I don't know if you thought this too, but he just did not look comfortable doing it. I didn't notice. Now, I do have one reason why he might look uncomfortable. Okay. So I was looking him up, and he does a lot of 
gay stuff as well. Okay. So he pretty much does everything. He'll do straight, gay, uh, trans, all of it. Gotcha. So I don't know if he looked awkward because male-female scenes aren't his standard. Or maybe it was just, you know, the fact that he's Mr. Rogers in a fucking sex scene. Yeah, no, I gotcha. That could be it. While they're standing there, though, and they're doing their kissing and getting started... At one point, I, I couldn't tell if it was either a boom mic popped in the screen on the like the far right of the screen, either a boom mic popped in or some guy walked in and you like saw the bill of his hat pop in and it popped out really quickly. Fuck, I missed that. <laughs> so yeah, it's around the 1310 mark, somewhere in there. You know what? Let's see. Since you've got a fucking timestamp. Yeah, I timestamped that bitch. It's like look up in that uh, that right hand corner. Upper right-hand corner. Oh, yeah. yeah. I couldn't tell what it was, but yeah, something definitely popped in the scene. Yeah, I, guess I, I didn't know if it was a mic or somebody's like head poked in the screen or what, but yeah, something random just pops on screen and jumps right out. So when she started blowing him, did you catch what Mr. Rimjob said? What did he say? Said, Thank you, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's friendship right there. That's it friendship. is. Special friendship. No, I, I like D. Williams, I really do, but the the scene was it was basic, it really was, once they got to the sex scene. And their sex scene already was kind of overshadowed by the Katie Morgan sex scene, in my opinion. So what do you think? No, this is true. I mean it's good though. I, I do appreciate D. Williams. She was does good work and her performance in this was was great. Oh no, I liked her. It was it's the creepy ass dude playing Mr. Rimjob, he is just, he's something else, man. I, I, I don't know. Like, if it wasn't for him, this would be a good movie. But then, if it wasn't for him, this movie wouldn't exist. So, what do you do? Now, he's a little creepy, but he's also playing uh, the part of Mr. Rimjob pretty spot on. Yeah. Which is something we always get from Wood Rocket, is their acting is always really good. Oh, yeah. Like, like Linda and Bob's boners. Like, you had to have her act out the way she did for her to be Linda. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be accurate. Now, one thing that I definitely appreciated from this one was there were no face prosthetics, there were no wigs, and there was no fucking body paint. Yep. So already, this sex scene was way more enjoyable. There was no condom either. No, because he hung it up in the beginning of the scene. <laughs> well, you remember, we've been making comments about how every Wood Rocket movie we've we watched... Have. Well, this one's wood rocket, and there was no condom here, so it's clearly not a wood rocket requirement. It might just be an April O'Neil requirement. Maybe, because it does seem like it's her in every one of the videos that we see it happen, so. I think you're right. Now, I've seen that with other porn stars. They'll usually stick to that. Yeah. It's it's rarer now, but you, you do still see it so on occasion. But I did. It's like you said. I was going to say, like you said, from here on out, the scene's pretty pretty basic. You just get the sex scene, several different positions, not as many one-liners as it gets going. No, they're talking kind of went downhill after the sex scene actually started. Yeah. But there was a couple that got me excited because they, they keep making references in all these movies we're watching towards cream pies. And mm-hmm. she says, oh, well, first of all, he says, oh, you're friendly. And she goes... Mr. McPhee or Dick Feely would be so upset if I came home without a CD delivery in my package. 
And then mm. naturally, Mr. Rimjob said, Sometimes you got to come in your friend's wife. <laughs> okay, so what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> what you'd think, you know, he would come inside of her. Exactly. Why, why but, even have the talk? Why, why lead up to that talk if that's not going to happen? But I don't think he did, though. Mm-mm. Nope, because at the end, he pulls out and he says, I'm going to come all over your friendly ass. And did this, like, long grunting, like, over and over. He's, like, strokes it a couple times. He's, like, and just kept doing that over and over. Got really annoying. He's, like, he definitely broke a character there. Yeah, definitely did. So after that, we get him sitting back down on the bench, putting his shoes back on, putting his sweater back on, and he does the song at the end. Yeah. Goes back and... Puts his suit jacket back on, hangs up, hangs up his sweater, and that's it. It's basically like just an episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, except there was some sex involved. <laughs> yeah, a lot more sex. A, a lot, like, basically this was just about the sex. Weird how that worked out. I know. So, as a non-fan, how'd you feel about this? Alright, so overall... I'm going to say maybe I just didn't get it. The, the best way I can describe it is it was just fucking weird, man. It's just fucking weird. And I honestly thought this was going to be the first sex scene that we've had in a while where I thought it was going to be good because there was no prosthetics involved, like you said. Mm-hmm. But no, his talking just made it awkward. You know, like you said, him narrating the scene with Katie Morgan ruined it for you. Just him in general with the the friendly, this is friendship, and oh, that's special. You're special. That's special. You know, that just made it so awkward and hard to watch. And then, let's just say at this point, I've got it setting at a two-star, okay? That's how bad Ooh. I think this is at this point. Okay. But then you sit here and you start promising a cream pie. You know, you're, you're talking about it, you're talking about it. And then at the end, you pull out and you even... Announce that you're pulling out and coming on her ass instead of in her. I'm like, no, you promised something and you took it away. And for that alone, I took another half a star off. So honestly, I gave this a one and a half star. Wow. I did not enjoy this one bit. I, I thought some stuff was funny to hear and then other stuff was just awkward. And just, I, no, not for me. Not one bit. That's the lowest you've been. It is. Okay. So now for the, the fan perspective. All right, let's hear it. I fucking loved it. When I first heard about this, you know, someone someone on Twitter, I can't remember who, initially shared this with us. Okay. And I was dreading doing this because I thought it would fucking drive me nuts. <laughs> but all in all, I loved it. All the acting was spectacular. Well, Lance act- Hart did a great job as Mr. Rim Job. I was going to say, the acting might have been good. I'm just, I just don't know it, and I don't get it. So I'm not putting the acting down. I just, I just don't get it. I appreciated all the one-liners, the jokes. It was, it was good stuff, and the sex scene was decent. Yeah. Really decent. He may have been a little creepy at times, but he, he stayed in character, except for the, the grunting you mentioned <laughs> as he was coming. Yeah. So I should give this uh, four stars, bud. Four stars. Well, Four I stars. I, like I said, I was giving it a two star, but then they advertised something and took it away. So, 
Oh, we swapped roles. I probably would have gone five, but I had to take it down a star for, you know, ruining my childhood a bit. <laughs> uh, you said you wanted to jump back to the Daniel Tiger show? Yes, I did. So, in Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, you got Lady Elaine. Okay. She is a mean old woman that lives in this uh, carousel museum thing. She is kind of a bitch. Now, in Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood... She's not. She's very nice and sweet. She is also married to a black man. So I'm thinking the reason that she is so nice and sweet in Daniel Tiger's neighborhood is because she got with a dude with a huge fucking dick. And she gets dicked down on the reg. <laughs> which is something that she was missing on Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Which is why she was so fucking mean. She hadn't got laid in years. So have they confirmed this? That the guy's got a giant dick? I know, and they fucking won't. It's a PBS cartoon. Oh, come on. Yeah, so that, that's my little theory on Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. No. She got stuck, some, some good deep dicking, and it totally altered her fucking mood. Makes sense. It does. Makes sense. All right, well, that is all for us for this episode. As always, you can catch us every other Monday, just about anywhere you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at PornStashCast. You can follow us on Instagram at PornStashCast without the O. Follow, rate, review, and of course, share with your friends. Bye.